Teachers pursue their career because they get paid high salaries, have an extremely relaxing job, and get great maternity leave benefits. Listen to that statement one more time and tell me which part is false. The answer, all of the above. But let's focus on the last part, maternity leave. One of the Carmont teachers brought to my attention that maternity leave at our school is very limited, and therefore many teachers are forced to plan their pregnancies around their work. So I dug for more. I needed to understand how Carmont maternity leave works. So I brought in a teacher, Emily Vanceville. I have Ms. Vanceville with me, one of my teachers. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about, you were mentioning before during one of our classes, about how teachers don't get the regular paid maternity leave as you would in maybe a corporate job. Yeah. So could you expand a little bit upon that and how it works? So teachers get, in Sequoia Unified, we get two days for maternity leave that are fully paid and labeled as maternity leave. Otherwise, we are given 10 days a year for sick leave, medical leave, personal leave, that basically equates out to the normal two weeks of paid leave that you would have. Those roll over year after year. So a lot of teachers that I know save those days and stack them in place of a traditional maternity. So where you would originally have been given full paid leave, we get full paid leave if we have the sick time. If we don't, we don't get that full paid leave. Got it. And how do you feel about that? Because that affects you personally and directly since you're a woman and maybe having a child is something that's a plan for a lot of female teachers. So I think that it's it's obviously an older rule that I just don't think has been appropriately addressed nor updated. I think it came from an area where the assumption was if you tried to have a baby, you could have a baby and you should plan to have it during the months that you're not working. But science doesn't work that way and it's not actually that easy to just choose a due date. Um, so I think that it definitely should be updated because a lot of teachers, especially if they plan to have multiple children, end up spending all of their sick leave with their first child and end up having to make alternative adjustments or opt out of having a second child or um, go without a second income in their households if they wanted to have one. And do you think at Karma, have you seen any sort of protest or any teachers voicing their opinions on the lack of paid maternity leave? Yeah, I think that I think that that's it's happened because of COVID a lot. Mm. Because on September 30th, the the COVID leave ended. So if you got COVID as a teacher, it came out of your normal sick leave. So like me, I've been a teacher for eight years. I've been saving up that sick leave, knowing that I wanted to have a baby. And had I gotten COVID before it had been reinstated, that would have taken out of the time that I'd been saving for my maternity. So a lot of teachers got very vocal about the fact that that same leave that we have been hoarding and saving and perhaps not taking days off in the past that we could have in order to keep those days were being spent for something that we would have been forced to quarantine for. So I think a lot of teachers were getting more vocal about the fact that like they didn't have any sick leave left if they had taken maternity leave or like um, Mr. Fabic down the road, he didn't take any time off with his second baby. His wife had a baby on a Thursday and he was back here on Monday because he didn't have God. the time. And like Miss Watkins right next door just took time off without getting the full pay because of that. Same thing with Miss Gaetan who's still out. They had to figure out how to deal with lesser incomes because they wanted that time with their baby. That's absurd. I feel like teachers, that's like the career that you already have so many like things from your job that's impacting your personal life. And that's just like a whole another level of invading your life journey. Yeah. 
Yeah. It because it's a lot of sacrifices, right? And I think teachers mm-hmm. make a lot of sacrifices already, but knowing that that could change somebody's life plan between having one child and two because of their ability to afford it. It's crazy. When they work with other people's children all day mm-hmm. is a really tough call to make. After hearing Miss Fansville's perspective and experience, I was unsettled. So I took the next step and went over to Miss Gaetan, a teacher at Carmont that recently had a child and went on maternity leave. So I wanted to ask you about how you were able to get your maternity leave. Did you go unpaid? Did you use sick leave? Yeah, so the way that it works is like a little bit complicated, but I'll give you the details and and you can tell me if they're boring. So (laughs) um, basically what happens is when you start your maternity leave, you're required to use all of your sick days. So um, I had sick days from the seven years that I've worked at Caramont and I haven't taken a whole lot of time off, but I didn't have all of all of my days that mm-hmm. were allotted. So you have to use those first. And then um, after you give birth, you're usually on like you're you're considered disabled by your doctor for six to eight weeks, depending on um, your delivery and your recovery. So after you burn through all of your sick days, which you have to use first, if you have private disability insurance, which is something that I pay for out of pocket, you get a percentage of your normal pay during that time. When you are declared released from disability, then you go into FMLA time. And FMLA is the, I think it's the Family Medical Leave Act and it's federal policy. And it's job protection for 12 weeks. So you can't be fired during that time, mm. but it also doesn't require that you are, are paid. So the way that it works in our district is for those 12 weeks, you get to keep your medical benefits. So my family is on my medical benefits Mm. through the district. Um, And you get what's called differential pay, which is whatever your salary breaks down to as a daily wage minus the cost of your sub. So you're both paid technically, but you're also paying for your sub out of pocket and you get to pocket the difference. So of course, the more money you're making, which is based on how long you've been in the district and how many uh, continuing ed units you have, the more money that you're making, um, usually you're able to pocket more after paying for your sub. But if you're like a new teacher or a teacher who doesn't have very many units over their bachelor's degree, the, the difference between what it is that you're paid and what the sub costs can be very little. Oh my God. So a lot of the, like part of the process is you have to pay out of pocket to, in order to keep your job and still get some of your salary is what I'm getting. Yeah. I mean, paying out of pocket, like I've thought about it and I don't really know how I would call it because I, I was still technically getting paid, but I was also paying for my mm. replacement. So it wasn't like I was going without a paycheck, but I also, yes, was paying for someone someone to be here for two days. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And then do you know if for any new teachers, the fact that they didn't have any sick days was enough to make them decide when they needed to have a child, like push around their like life goals? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that anyone has shared that with me personally, but I, I definitely know that I kind of, we, we essentially kind of tried to plan having a family around when it would work with the yeah. school year, um, which I think a lot of teachers do. I think they try to time having a family around things like summer vacation so that they can take the maximum amount of time off. And also I know that if you are new to a district and you don't have a lot of days accrued or in some districts, if you haven't been there for at least a full year, you don't actually qualify for FMLA. Oh my um, God. You would essentially have to go completely unpaid. However, there was one last perspective that was being overlooked, the father's side. 
Post-interview, Vansible shared that men do not receive disability leave after their wives give birth since they are not the ones giving birth. This means that they only get two days of paternity leave. This statement got me thinking. What about a situation where there are two fathers? Or one father and no mother? Or the mother has to work? Who is supposed to take care of the child? For now, these questions remain unanswered. So here are the conclusions of my findings. Teachers are not treated like humans. Of course, there's so many other jobs where this statement remains true, especially in the US, surprisingly. But it's important to take it one occupation at a time. Teachers' quality time with their children has the potential of slipping away from them, something that can be detrimental to the parent-child relationship and even the child's mental development. It's important to acknowledge the sacrifices our teachers make because many of them are giving up time with their own children for our education. Thank <laughs> you.